Hello and welcome to Unfiltered with Alexandra, a show for anyone interested in healthy lifestyle and positive mindset. Broaden your perspective by listening into casual conversations and unfiltered real talk I have with people that inspire me, many of them I've met on my travels around the world. Hey friend, welcome back to the Unfiltered Podcast. Did you also wake up this morning and decided to have a great day? I love starting and ending my days expressing gratitude. Gratitude to simple things that might have happened during my day or just setting an intention for the day to come. I'm also grateful for this beautiful conversation I recently had with Dr. Alina Hubecker. Besides practicing her profession as a doctor, she is an Ayurveda expert, a writer of multiple books, and a fellow podcaster and yoga teacher. Holistically healthy, live every day stress-free and full of energy. We had a great conversation on how Ayurveda is accessible to everyone. We took the foundations from ancient India and she brings these into the Western climate, the surroundings and in the spices. We go deeper in on how to recognize the different constitutions and what it means to be in balance. Maybe you're on the road somewhere working out or cozied up on your porch or couch. Enjoy today's episode. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, it would mean the world to me if you hit the subscribe button and share these episodes with your community. I come to you every Wednesday with a new episode. I'm real live. <laughs> Perfect. Alina, thank you so much for accepting an invite. It took us a little while before we finally got around to do this recording. <laughs> but then again, you know, schedules, time zones, work, um, everything in there. So thank you so much. Very grateful to have you here in conversation on everything. Uh, let's call it. Ayurveda, yoga, life, things, and more life. Is yeah. that a good one? Thank you for yeah. having me. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Let me give you some space first, if you would like to give a short introduction to the people that do not know you. Mm-hmm. And who is Alina? What's driving you? What's getting you through your days? Who's Alina? That's a deep question, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, who, who am I? I? I I am a doctor, basically. But um, yeah, I, I got very interested in holistic health. And yeah, was wondering how school medicine could be holistic. <laughs> and then I f- tried to find my way the last pa- the past years and um, found it a bit through yoga and then found it a bit through Ayurveda and um, yeah, the last three years, I think, maybe two, two or three years, I try to um, combine everything to my own kind of health, not only for my patients, but also for myself, because um, you know it, last last year yeah. I started my own business, um, my self-employment and yeah, this was this was kind of hard thing because I stepped out of the security of a job and of the security of the the 
health business as a doctor you you get good money you have a safe job so nothing can can uh, hurt you but when you then step out of it and go into your own mm -hmm. um heart and yeah your your own loving business um then then you try to find your own way and i think i've i've found my own way of having a business and also being myself in in this kind of business mm. yeah yeah can you say that it is a full integration of because we have of course the western medicine uh allopathic medicine what we call it Uh, which is there specifically for its reasons. Uh, I'm not going to say it's not mm -hmm. good. It's very good. Then combining this with the ancient uh, knowledge that is ex existing from, uh, well, from India, from the Ayurvedic principles. And then this combination in between the two, giving us a very clear, like, okay, for something urgent, I will definitely go to the Western allopathy medicine, but for the long term, let's search for the solutions from the more natural way, which comes yeah. more from the background Ayurveda. Yeah, yeah and also um, what we can do for ourselves. Yeah. Because we, we always forget that our body is a, a self-healing machine. <laughs> yeah. And we can do so much more with our nutrition, with our lifestyle and um yes so it's for, for me it's ayurveda is more than just the traditional indian medicine yeah it's it's more like a way of life and a way of um being good to yourself yeah, yeah. you can say of, yeah you can say in that i think creating um a lifestyle that is based more okay let's use the word rituals uh mm -hmm. habits creating healthier habits but for the individual because yeah. you can generalize okay but we all function differently we know that by now yeah. <laughs> Um, and then from there, taking that knowledge from the Ayurveda and creating these specific uh, healthy habits for each and every individual in that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because as you said, when you have an urgency, when you really have to, like, like you have a heart attack, mm. um, then you need to do something else. Then you need to have um, solutions which are best for the whole people outside mm. so we, we we are searching in the western medicine for things that are working for a lot of people yeah but in ayurveda we're just trying to find what is maybe good for a lot of people but also what is good for you as an individual yeah, yeah. and that's very important because we sometimes we forget that we are not all the same of course we are mm. all the same like the yoga yeah. um uh thinking behind right but it's not it's not that you need always need the same um um vegetables that you always need the same fruits mm. you are different you're living on a different um landscape maybe yeah, yeah. so you need something else you have something yeah you have a you have a different weather you need Uh, you, you are now in a sunny place. You de definitely need something yeah. else. I, as as I am needing here in Germany, where it's totally cold. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 
I definitely recognize that when you, uh, when I'm in, in Europe, like last year, it was for three months, I was in Belgium. Um, when I moved to, uh, the, to the Caribbean, I definitely recognized again the change in environment where you're living in. So when you are um, following guidance from certain things that are good for you, also look at the place where you live, your natural yeah. environment where you are, because there is already a lot of heat around where I'm living so for me to add more heat into my diet would not be recommended. It's more in the cooling elements. But yeah. if I would be in the winter season uh, or spring and still quite chilly like now in Europe, you're more benefiting from the heating ingredients, heating spices in, in your food, definitely. And this is also something we forget because um, we can get everything. We can mm. get mangoes here, we can get papayas here. And yes, of course, it's nice to have these kind of stuff. Mm. But and on the other side, it's just something you don't need because <laughs> you're living in this, in this space. Yeah. Um, we are saying that everything which is growing in 70 kilometers around you, this yeah. is the best for you. This is what you really need because nature is crazy. Um, intelligent <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> it yeah. gives us everything what we need yeah yeah so the, what I really like about your approach in the Ayurveda because the Ayurveda comes of course from India they have different yeah. what we just said they have different vegetables different fruits uh, different spices what they use and yeah. you are capable of translating the qualities of the fruits the vegetables and the spices to that what is available for your audience is mostly based in Germany. So to translate these qualities into what is available into Northern Hemisphere of Europe. Uh, so that yeah. is what I really was intrigued with. How does she do this? Okay, hold on. Let me do the <laughs> comparison because I know the spices in India. I know the spices yeah. within Europe. And they're like, oh, that's interesting to see it in this way. So what you just said, 70 kilometers around your habitat where you're living look yeah. at what is growing naturally there and eat with the seasons or try to eat as much as you can yeah. with the seasons and not to eat so many mangoes if there's no mango tree in your garden yeah <laughs> <laughs> of course yeah if yeah. there is maybe <laughs> it might be good <laughs> might be good not, not not european mangoes let's see if we can create those yeah that's really beautiful um can you give a little bit of an insight around ayurveda there's specific types and according to the specific types you would change a little bit in your diet what would be a little bit better um, let's go for say that we are talking about Europe here, so more the region where you are living, that's going to make it mm -hmm. a little bit more easy as well. Um, if you go into the types of um, body types that there are, what would mm -hmm. be at this time of the year, we are talking springtime, what would mm -hmm. be their best uh, or balancing um spices or foods or fruits that they would be eating now um that's an important question to to understand 
what we are talking about, it's important to, to realize that the type, mm. you can be a type. You can be like Vata, Pita, Kapha. Mm. But you can, of course, you can also be a mixed type. But to, be, to, to get it simple, we just go with the three. Yeah. Um, so, but, but if you are this body type, Vata, Pita, Kapha, um, first of all, we have to look, are you balanced or are you in a disbalance? Yeah. Because if you are in a disbalance, you don't have to look at your type. You have to look on your disbalance. You have to show, yeah. um, and to, to look, what are my, um, symptoms now? Do I have a lot of air in my body? Do I have a lot of dryness in my body? Because then, your vata might be a bit high and then you have to eat something else, even if you're a kapha type. Yeah. yeah. So um, let's make it easy. Everybody's in balance. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And we see the season. The season here in Germany with the spring season is um, mostly dominated by the kapha dosha. Okay. So it's very, um, it's, it's more cool it's more a bit, um, everything's growing. So kapha is also a, a, a big grow aspect, um, growing in your body, but also growing um, in your mind and everything what you feel in the, in the nature, like the flowers are growing, the trees mm. are growing. That's, that's the aspect of kapha in the nature. Mm. And um, kapha is... is based on the elements earth and water mm. and when you put earth and water together it's something slimy something you can uh, you can grab and you can form it and maybe you can do a little things with it yeah um so it's something you can touch you can feel you can build something with it and this is also in your body so something is building up yeah. and we are saying um when when there's more of something, there's there's maybe more of um, more of slime in your um, in your lungs. There's more of water in your body, so you might feel a bit heavier. You might feel a bit um, yeah, a bit dumb, a bit um, a, a bit uh, tired. And what you have to do now is that you activate your body. Mm. It's not that you're tired because you have you had so much to do. It's because the the grownness, the stillness of the the nature is getting you and is taking your energy for something else. Yeah. yeah? To grow something else. Mm. And so what what do you have to do? You have to heat your body up and you can do this with your nutrition, your diet. But you can also do this with your lifestyle. And I'm always looking on that base first because also you could do some healing, um, some healing uh, exercises like, yeah, but just take it simple, simple steps. Um, nutrition diet is that you, you should um, not take so many oils because oil is also um, something that is making you heavier, that is 
um, growing your inside more. So if you if you are dry like the vata, then you need this oils. But if you are not, and you're just looking on the spring, um, then you should reduce the oil. Mm. You should take more um, more heating um, more heating stuff like uh, ginger, like pepper, like um, what can you do else? You can chilies, everything. Yeah, you can put this inside your nutrition, your diet. Yeah. And in your lifestyle, of course, you have to go outside. You have to um, be in actively yeah. moving, yeah. Uh, yeah. physical body, and besides yeah. that, watching what you put into your food and let that be yeah. a healing element as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's, that's yeah. That's how you can use um, the the base on the elements and the doshas, so the, the types. Yeah. Um, for your nutrition and your lifestyle yeah so what if you would describe just the type kapha um mm -hmm. how would this be recognizable um as a body type yeah this would be kapha really kapha types are very harmonic so you should you 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 should see harmonic um face aspects that everything is symmetric mm. um you see that they are mostly um not big people is it big no it's tall tall people yeah, yeah. um that they have like a very thick skin um and it's not everything is every everyone is always saying oh i i don't want to be cover type because they are fat no, they're not fat. They're just yeah. having like muscles. They have a strong skin. It's nothing bad about a, a kapha type. Kapha people have the best immune system. They have the best um, um, the best uh, mental state. So they're good people. <laughs> yeah. very, you, can, you can almost say that they are very stable, very grounded. Yeah, they're, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, yeah. Um, there are people who are caring about other people because they um, they are like a stone as yeah. where you can just lay down and yeah feel pepper pampered maybe mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> and um, yeah I think this is um, so you have also strong hair you have um, you have big lips you have uh, big eyes brown eyes also the brown color uh, a bit a bit um, a bit red in it yeah so this is also always a, a, um, a hint for a kapha type yeah you yeah. can almost say that there's like a little bit of that earth element coming back yeah into the color of skin etc yeah yeah um can you also give um in this way the um, explanation around the vata and the pita to for as well the people that are going to be yeah listening of course yeah <laughs> to, to understand a little bit from oh this is recognizable and or mm -hmm. this and then understanding that of course we can be combinations of the three but to define the three types first yeah that people see a little bit from oh okay this this i recognize <laughs> this might this be is, this, yeah. is, this might be a part of me <laughs> yeah um yeah i mean the the pita type is um is about the elements fire and water but mostly the fire element mm. so 
I describe them mostly lightning. So you see that they're br bringing light. Mm. They, are, they have um, light skin. They have light eye colors like blue or, um, or green. They have um, uh, blonde or, or red hair. Um, and they look very sporty. They have like bigger shoulders than the hips. Mm. And um, they are more athletic than the kappa types. The kappa mm. types are more stable, really stable and harmonic, like a really nice mm, woman shape. Yeah, it's more like softer. <laughs> right. Yeah, softer. Yeah, shape. yeah softer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's rounded. Ra mm. uh, it's rounded. Um, kappa types are more rounded, and um, pita types are more more um, um, with some lines in the face you see the the high yeah. um bones in the face um sometimes you have on the skin it's it's a light skin of course but you have these uh, freckles on the skin you see yeah. that this is um this is markable for for a pita type and also mm -hmm. when you have um some red signs on your skin yeah yeah okay and when you see the vata type Vata um, dosha is mostly very, yeah, it's sometimes they're very tall people um, and then they have very length arms and, um, and uh, bones. Yeah, they, they have mm -hmm. more the, the length. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and also very dark. Um, Colors, so the 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 um, hair and the eyes are darker than the kaffa type. It's yeah. really a dark brown. Kaffa type yeah. is more like a a red brown, and the yeah. the vata type is more a really dark brown. And um, the vata type is also um, very light from the from the body. So you 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 could just easily um uh, yeah throw them apart it's not <laughs> not that i want to throw them but you you know what i mean right it's you can yeah. just push them and they are away like the, the this is the air element of of them they They're have just, the, they feel lighter uh, yeah if you yeah. have for example a kaffa are sensing more heavy because they're more earthy and yeah. more grounded in that so this is how you start recognizing the different types of people yeah. Um, Gayo must say that if there is a lot of wind, somebody who is Vata is getting them more happy or instable. They get instable. Instable. Yeah. Okay. So because so, there's too um, much of wind, yeah. too much of air. Yeah. yeah. What you say in, in Ayurveda is um, the same increases the same. Mm, mm. So if there is a very windy day, yeah. Vata types should just ground themselves they should really like yin yoga they should yeah. just come to the earth stay there um make it warm yeah. just just be grounded that's that's the important thing for vata types and vata is also the dosha which is um easily getting uh increased so yeah. also people which have which might have not that much vata 
mm. get more Vata diseases instead of um, Kapha diseases. Because okay. to get a Kapha disease, you have to do something wrong for many, many years. So, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, I think it's really interesting always to read on um, the different types that we have and how yeah. a... Um, a disbalance can become visible and also that, yeah, well, you know, what you already said before that the body is very intelligent and it is capable of healing itself in multiple ways. Yeah. Um, can we then state that with the lifestyle that has been brought uh, with the economic developments, etc., over the last centuries, um, that this has brought us a little bit out of balance because all of a sudden products that were before tropical are all of a sudden available everywhere in the world. Like I'm even here in the Caribbean and I can buy produce from Northern Hemisphere and vice versa. So in Northern Hemisphere, you can buy anything that comes from the tropics. Uh, mm -hmm. But we were not supposed to be eating these things, otherwise they would grow on the spot. You know, mangoes would grow in Germany <laughs> if it was meant to be for people to live there to eat them because there were yeah. the right types of fruits in there. Um, so can you say, state a little bit that probably because of the economic development, uh, we brought sort of a disbalance or disharmony within our physical bodies and now we are looking at ways how we can improve them yeah um definitely in europe i i don't know if it's the whole europe but in germany it's um we we are mostly eating the sour the salty and the sweet yeah. so also in fruits right everyone wants the sweet mango <laughs> so yeah. yeah um but when you when you look at the um the vegetables which are growing here um it's mostly bitter yeah and i don't even know one person i think <laughs> who really likes the bitter um yeah the bitter taste so I think um, we in the in the past years we we just trained our body in a in a bad kind of way because we need yeah. this this bitterness to improve our liver we we have to improve our um, pancreas we have to improve our stomach yeah. and um, when you look at the diseases we have the diabetes um, which is mostly about the sweet taste. Yeah. the sour taste um we have the um the um, blood pressure the high blood pressure which is mostly about the salty um and the sweet of course taste so i think it changed of course yeah yeah and it brings diseases which shouldn't be there yeah it shouldn't be there but that is what we brought there by plane and by boat yeah, <laughs> we just import everything. <laughs> um, is um, a couple of years ago when we uh, when we met on a yoga training in India, uh, you were just about to finish uh, for your exams for the Western medicine. Yeah. Um, 
has come into this yoga training. First of all, what inspired you to come to a yoga training? What brought you there? What brought you to India a couple of years ago? Um, it was it was that I was I was um, studying for seven years. Now nah, six years, six years, and the last year was the was the final year where you're working in the mm -hmm. hospital. And I think the last two years of my studies were quite hard, where I really um, wanted to understand why we are doing all this medicine stuff mm -hmm. um, instead of just looking where the diseases is coming from. Yeah. Um, so. This was this was something where I really said, okay, I I don't see myself there. I really want to have something something more, <laughs> something which is more holistic, where you can really see, yeah, the, the base the base of the disease. Yeah, you, you basically already could see that. Uh, the Western medicine was really okay. Uh, yeah. What's the plaster on the wound? Uh, how can we fastest way to, yeah, you know, cover it up and make it make it heal? But there was no looking inside where the origin of the problem was coming from. Yeah, and that was and then hmm. yeah, yeah. That this was the um, the base where uh, why I was so affected by this. Um, Ayurveda doctor which came to our uh, mm. teacher training but why I did the teacher training was because I was very stressed in my study yeah. and the only um, time I could really relax was with yoga mm. and after yeah after practicing yoga a few years I just decided okay maybe after study I just take my time and travel a bit I was before I was in uh, New Zealand and then I came from New Zealand to India. Yeah. Bad idea. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> from the stillness of New Zealand to India. Why? I <laughs> that's a big, that's a big why. You might be able to write a book on that though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But um, yeah, of course it was the right decision and uh, it, it changed my life a lot. Yeah. Yeah, so it gave you like really more insights uh, of living in India for a month at the teacher training. Everything yeah. that we were eating there was based on Ayurveda, uh, yeah. breakfast, lunch, dinner, with a few, of course, escapes to, <laughs> to have a coffee or some chocolate brownie somewhere <laughs> else. Chocolate pancakes. <laughs> The chocolate was always favorite. There was something, the, yeah. the need for sweet was very yeah. intense in that group. Um, I really like... But you could easily, you could easily um, explain that with Ayurveda. And that's the cool thing. There we go. So study Ayurveda and you can have an excuse for everything every time that you eat chocolate. Yeah. Um, there is a reason. Why should we eat chocolate? What's the need for sweet? Yeah, I mean, we had a lot of exercises there. Yeah, it was very hot. So um, 
yeah, it was a high pita level and pita is getting ah. decreased by the sweetness. So, okay, come on. Hey, I got right now the perfect <laughs> eat chocolate. <laughs> You're feeling too hot? Eat chocolate. It's good. Okay. Hey, I have a very good excuse to eat more chocolate here. <laughs> How do you see... Um, Ayurveda for yourself, because you said it was inspiring for you, uh, it became a lifestyle. Uh, has this created for you uh, daily rituals or daily habits that you um, in, have integrated over the last years in your life that you could not live without anymore? Um, yes, of course. I, I mean... Um when people start working with me the first question they are asking is always do i have to change my whole life and i am always saying um no you don't have to do nothing <laughs> um but at some point you you won't go back you don't want to go back mm. because you realize that it makes you happier it makes you healthier um and it's nothing like um you you don't lose something yeah. you're not losing uh like chocolate or or a coffee because mm. uh ayurveda don't want to lose you something it, it it wants to show you that everything is possible in a kind way yeah and so of course i have my routines but I don't blame myself if I don't do it for a day or two. It's yeah. okay. And um, because every time when you blame yourself, you increase the stress level. Yeah. And what Ayurveda doesn't want is to increase the stress level because this is, um, this is against your uh, body healing system. Yeah. Um, so yeah, of course, sometimes I do yoga, sometimes I do meditation, sometimes I do um gadusha, the, the oil. Yeah. Um I don't know the English word for oil pulling. Yeah, oil pulling. Yeah. And um sometimes I scratch my tongue. Um but it's not that I have to do it strictly one by one and then it's fine. I just listen to my body. I learned to listen to my body, what I need. If I yeah. do need exercises, if I do need um, um, time for myself, um, if I do need time in nature, I realized the last years that I need so much more time in nature. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, so it's, 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 it's really listening to what your, um, what your, physical and energetic body is giving you for information listening into that yeah. and acting accordingly so if yeah. you have that sensation that urge from why am i feeling a certain way and then there is that response i need to go out i need to yeah. go out and just be surrounded by trees birds uh, ocean sea whatever is filling your cup again um, yeah, and, and at some point, it's also like um, you stop thinking about 
what others are expecting from you. Mm. Of course, I you're, you're, yeah. of course, you're, you're saying, Hey, you're not just um, pushing them away, of course, but it's, it's, it's a more kind of way of just saying, Hey, I just need my time for myself right now. Mm. And that's yeah. okay. That's nothing about you. It's all about me. Yeah. It's just what I need. Yeah. And yeah, this was a big learning from the past years for me. Can you, can you almost say it is, a, it is a, a way of communication? It's a pathway of communication <laughs> because how we communicate um, with ourselves is also reflecting in the way how we communicate with other people uh that are in our surroundings and then what you just said as in recognizing the fact i need some time off some time by myself allowing yourself to say this and expressing that need for needing the time off for yourself without others being offended by the fact oh there she goes again by herself mm -hmm. uh, she doesn't want me to be around but then you know it's it's legit reason to say it because it's just keeping you in a in a sense of balance of being balanced. Yep. yeah 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 that's beautiful it's just it's it's so interesting to see um if you really start listening into your physical energetic mental bodies all these different layers and all these different informations um how intelligently we can react to that Because yeah. the moment that we start to ignore it, we're creating dis-ease, which basically is, of course, a disease. Yeah. And the more we ignore it, the louder the body is going to give us signals and gives us more of that disease uh, or different diseases in us. Yeah. 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 And stress is a big dis-ease. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Definitely. Yes, um, but there's different there's different levels of stress and there's different different types of stress. But I think that uh, how people can stress themselves uh, for absolutely no reason um, is definitely a, a big sign. As in, start listening to yourself, take a deep breath, and then act on that. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, as as you say, I mean. It doesn't feel like no reason. It feels yeah. like it is the biggest reason ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes it just disappears when you take the time and think about it again. Yeah. yeah. If I see for um, the expression living well is something that pops up into my head already over the last couple of years. And asking sometimes of people, what does living well mean for you? And um, living according to the principles of Ayurveda, understanding what Ayurveda is and knowing what this can do for you is almost like living well is living according to the principles of Ayurveda. Because if you're in that balanced state, that happy state, that would be an expression of living well. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a that's a nice way to see it. That's a really nice way to see it. Um, do you have any future advice to yourself with everything that you learned over the last what you say the last five years or so that you're really um, 
getting your own message clear towards yourself, how you would bring it out in the world. Is there any future advice that you would like to give to you and maybe as well then to the people that are listening in? I think the best advice is to <laughs> um, to more listening to what you think is important yeah. and to stop thinking about what others what other might think is important <laughs> yeah this yeah. comes back to the big step that you took about a year ago or a year and a half ago when you said okay i'm going to create my own proper business yeah. company uh, there were so many people so many people were saying oh this is the wrong step don't do that Yeah. You can't be a, a, a real doctor with that. Yeah. Yes, so then I'm not But a real doctor. But I'm happy with that. Maybe, there we go. You're happy with that and you're very happy within that that you have been able to create uh, all by itself. How many books have you written so far? One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> I know, they're all in, I know they're all in German. I'm still waiting for the English versions to come out. <laughs> yeah, there, there are three books and one calendar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's really like, it's really like should, should I or should I not? Really like, because I, I, I read German, so it's, for me it's absolutely yeah. no uh, problem to read them. And I'm really like, but as I said, as you very well know, it's not my favorite language. So yeah. I'm really like, No, I'm just going to wait a little while longer and <laughs> maybe, maybe she's going to do the transition. Yeah, hopefully. hopefully yeah. <laughs> um, talking about books, if there is like, uh, is there a writer, a novelist, or maybe just a person that you know, that you really admire, and it can be somebody well-known, somebody that nobody knows, uh, it can, can go in both directions. Um, I know that you're a big tea lover, so somebody yeah. you would sit down with, who would this person be and what would you ask him or her? So it can be somebody that is very well known, but maybe it is someone in your closer circles, in your friend circles or family. Mm -hmm. And doesn't have to be something ayurvedic just no no something someone who inspires you for some reason and you say i would love to sit down with this person have a cup of tea and what would you ask i think um it it might be my grandmother she died last year no it, it, she died before corona okay. <laughs> so um and she was a very wise person because she always did what she wanted yeah um but she grew up her children alone because um my grandfather was dying when my dad was very young mm. um so she did everything for them but without losing herself okay yeah and um 
she was always making me strong and always saying, hey, you can do that. You can do everything you want. And I think this might be a person, uh, yeah, with, with who I really would like to take a cup of tea and just tell her what my thoughts are about uh, health, about um, my, my life, my way of life. Yeah. Mm. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. That would be nice. Just, yeah. Just to sit down with your granny and having a cup of tea yeah. and just, you know, talking about life in general. That's yeah. really nice. She was uh, very inspiring. She couldn't, she couldn't travel a lot and I love to travel. Yeah. So I used to just send her um, a postcard from everywhere I, I went. So it was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Did you manage to send her a postcard from New Zealand and from India? Yeah. Well? Yes. Yeah, I did, oh my yeah. God. That's so beautiful. That's really yeah. beautiful. I love that. So she could see the world uh, with my eyes a little bit. Yeah. That was the... Um, I recognize that. Picture. Yeah. Um, I think my parents, especially my dad, he traveled through my photos because I always yeah. had a lot of photos that I brought back with me. So, yeah, it's beautiful to keep people in contact uh, through the old-fashioned postcard. Yeah. It's so beautiful. It's just amazing. <laughs> um, is there anything, last that you would like to uh, share with our listeners, uh, maybe to the world of um, Ayurveda, uh, if you can help them with any basic questions that they might have. Uh, I think you have like something like a test that you can do at home. Do you also have something like that, that people can start figuring out what type they are and maybe from there taking it further? Mm -hmm. um, uh do not have this test. Um, it's just in my books. Yeah. But um, of course, they can they can do like a little test in um, in the internet. But yeah. I don't like them, to be honest. Sometimes they are not really good. And for to be honest, the the people um, sometimes um, don't know where to put themselves. So okay, um, it might be better to to get to go to some um ayurvedic therapist or just yeah, yeah you can tr you can try but if it doesn't fit then just go to an expert yeah but what i really want to say is don't be afraid of all the rules there are no there are no rules but they mm. seems to be rules um so don't be afraid just try step by step you don't have to change everything in one day. <laughs> yeah. So just do whatever feels good and try it step by step over the next years. You don't have to ha have a whole Ayurvedic life after one year. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's what you said before. We don't take anything away from you. We are just giving you yeah. uh, guidelines, advices, advices yeah. and guidelines how you can improve the quality of your life by looking yeah. at your intake in food, but also I see it intake in information and intake in what you get from your environment, because even this is influencing our state of being. Yeah. Yeah. That's Just without pressure. Without pressure. I like that. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. 
I am going to thank you very, very much for all this information that you shared with us um, <laughs> and your openness in answering also the funky questions and stuff <laughs> like that. Um, I'm going to put all your credentials in the show notes. That's the easiest way probably for people how to find you on the, yeah. on the gram, Instagram and on your website. And you have your own podcast as well. Although this one is in German, I think, is it? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So for the German people, they can tune in into your podcast, your Instagram. Most of the time, it is in English, is in German as well. But yeah. I know that the translation button does a pretty good job, so that as well they can figure <laughs> out. Good. And otherwise, just reach out to you because your English is picture perfect. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Have a beautiful evening, and I'm looking forward to reconnecting one of these days yeah thank you for having me <laughs>